If you enjoy the adventures of our characters in Ostia and our show about the rules for 5th edition, support us on Patreon. For just $1 a month, you will get exclusive content and updates. If you're interested in a look behind the curtain of how we keep track of all of our quests, we are going to be releasing our player's to-do list document for each session to all patrons going forward. This includes our plans for which characters need to have a heart-to-heart, what letters are they writing to family at home, and which NPCs can't be trusted. Beyond that, higher tiers get DM's notes, bloopers from our episodes, and to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. We are especially grateful to our producer tier patrons who listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to Johnny Torres for serving as a producer on this episode. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Next week is Serviceable Plots, Episode 40. Join us now for Serviceable Plots, Episode 39, the Orenthal Special. And with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the half-elf awakened mystic. Hi, this is Adam, and I will be playing Akiva Khonshu, the Shadar Kai Hexblade Warlock. Hi, I'm Jane, and I'm playing Nissa Turin, the gnome arcane trickster rogue. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm playing Scribner Shannon Whitecliff, the human rogue fighter. Last time, as Akiva and Nyssa prepared a disguise for Akiva to wander Orenthal in, Scriv and Belinda went to see Salvador to turn in the schematics and prototypes they acquired in exchange for notes on the Veripal artifact and a pair of goggles of night. While they bartered, Nyssa and Akiva tried a long shot and searched for the old house Biagosto was rumored to reside in, and sure enough, found it. After speaking with Bai, she offered Nyssa a deal information in exchange for a meeting with Scriv, since she had a gift to give him. As the pair pondered what to do, Pai offered to make them a meal and continue the conversation. Akiva and Nissa, before Pai returns, is there anything you would like to discuss as you hear general movement in the kitchen? It sounds like she is cooking something. Okay, so how much information am I supposed to drop here? Because I can't keep my mouth shut. I've noticed. You need to stop now. <laughs> it's just what happens. I start talking and then I can't stop talking and it's just still there's a lot of stuff. I hope we didn't tell her too much. Is it okay that we said we're gonna bring Scriv here? Are they gonna kill us now? They're gonna kill us, right? Belinda's gonna kill us. Belinda's gonna kill us, but I mean, she's already pissed at me, so uh, how much worse can it get? I mean, everybody's always pissed at me, so I'm kind of used to it, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm not pissed at you. I mean, I, th- I think we're doing okay. There you go, that's a first. Okay, I will try to keep my mouth shut as much as possible. I know I might have raised some flags, but generally she's not that interested in me. I don't know why. I'm sorry. She was being a little mean to you. I'm sorry. It's okay. You seem to be way better at keeping your cool and lying than I am, so I will keep my mouth shut. After a few minutes, Bai walks out, and she's not carrying the plates. They are floating around her. But before you seems to be basically what looks like maybe a seared chicken breast with some nice bread and corn that is placed on a tray in front of you. I will dig in. Thank you. How do you do that? I mean, I don't know why I'm asking. You're probably not going to tell me, but that floaty thing, that's really cool. I'm a fan. Oh dear. You have all sorts of associates, servants that occasionally help. Sometimes they can't be seen. Nice use. I like it. It's quite helpful. 
Particularly for someone as frail as I am. Frail, sure. Mm-hmm. Would you like anything stronger to drink, dears? The tea is good, but... Tea's fine, thank you. For me as well. Thank you. This is really good. Good. With the many years I've had, you learn a thing or two about how to cook, at least. Not something I'm skilled in, I have to confess. Oh, that's a shame. Valen was a chef between us. Well, it's always good to learn how to make food at least taste better. Occasionally trail rations is just not the way to go. It's so bland. But you know a thing about bland, don't you, Akiva? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Grass is the worst. I meant more your so-called food in the Shadowfell. Oh. I mean, even that stuff of grass. Yeah. Tasteless, made without any emotion food is terrible. You br- actually bring up a good point by, I'm 300, I should probably figure out how to cook basic food. 300, dear? Oh yeah. Still fairly young for uh, Shadar Kai. Middle-aged, but don't have a lot of life experience. You have plenty of experience if, as a Shadar Kai, I believe. Lots of fighting, from what I've heard. Very much. Ghouls. Dear, call them by their proper name. Not a cool. Thank you, dear. I've had to deal with that entity before. They are not pleasant. And you might as well call an intelligent thing what it is, not the mindless ghouls that are common in this world. Did you have any experience with the Darakul and the Rigorm, Nissa? I'm not sure I'd know what one was like. Generally, I mean ghouls, they're pretty- you can pretty much tell what a ghoul would look like, but then Darakuls show a level of intelligence that is very surprising if you've never seen it before. Imagine an undead that is organized and planned tactically. Ooh, yeah, not sure I'd want to meet those. So these, they're from the same place as you're from? You had to encounter them a lot? Oh yeah, commonplace. Until about 150 years ago, you know, the, they started dying down a little bit. But I mean, even still, I, you see stragglers here and there in the material plane. The ones that were left behind when the portals closed. Not to be trifled with. The Shadarkai and the Darakul have been warring for many, many years. As long as anybody can remember. Sure, dear. Sorry. Anybody around currently that is Shadarkai can remember. <laughs> ah, well, being the creation of Nezalem, I mean, you can always return. Some of you, I'm sure, have latent memories from constantly being reborn as a Shadarkai. It's fragments, which is odd. I I personally don't, but I know my father's talked about flashes of war, which, I mean, I don't understand how you can distinguish between one conflict and the other in the Shadowfell, but he has distinct images of previous ones, but... Yes, dear, your people have always been at war for us very, very long time. A disgusting habit. But your people have always tried to defend themselves and defend their god. That's why we're here. War's not something you approve of, then? It's messy. Necessary at times, but messy. I think on that we can agree very heavily. Yes, and you were banished because you didn't do war the way that your people wanted, right? They have a very specific mindset for war. You don't have your kopesh with you. I didn't feel it was necessary just for a visit to a friend. Are you trying to get back in good with your god? I remember you saying that that sword was something that helped banish you from your people. They didn't want you anywhere near it. 
well, not just you. No, anybody. Still wondering about that decision, but yeah, I guess you could say I'm trying to reconnect a little bit with my roots, but from a different angle. Shame. I'm surprised by how many people you spend time around Nyssa that are so adamant about their worship of the deities, considering your own viewpoints. Yeah, I do seem to keep finding myself in such company. Mm-hmm. Very different deities, though. One who is all about making armor to try and stop his foes, and the other one is, well, at least this one's god has a little more purpose. I can understand Nezel more than I do Yadamine, maybe, but I don't understand any of the gods, as you well know. True. Nezalem, though, likes to butt in necessarily where he belongs. Yadamine tries to just keep to himself. Just make things. Making things is nice, but he is a push for war. Is that how you prefer the gods? Just keeps to themselves? I prefer the gods not to butt in where they don't belong. I've never heard somebody describe Nezalem as butting in. As far as Ashadar Kaino, we are there to... observe never to interact of course never interact observe take the memories to him for no other reason i never really thought of their purpose in taking the memories it's just kind of something you did what do you think nissa what would a god want with memories what use could someone like neslam possibly have for the knowledge of deaths of important people. My personal opinion would be that he wanted to use the memories against us in some way. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Akiva, do you not agree that that would be an interesting train of thought for Neslam to use the memories against people? It would be interesting if, I mean, Neslam is distinctly neutral. Lawful, dear. Strict code that he follows. Not good or ill. Just he has his own code. I guess I never really thought about what his personal code would be. Something to maybe think about, dear. Huh. I see. She kind of turns her attention to you and is like, I see I might be getting this one to think about his god a bit more. Not just as that powerful, omniscient, omnipresent entity on the hill, but as a being with flaws. I know you are a believer that they are all as flawed as we are, so, yeah. Just on a grander scale, with bigger powers, bigger abilities, bigger flaws. And as they have such big flaws, should they have such big power? A question I asked myself at one point. They did not find the question as amusing. Care to share the response you got? Roll persuasion. Six. It was a long time ago, dear. My conversations were not ones I care to relive. I'm sorry to hear it. You know how much I love stories. Well, perhaps another exchange, if you're interested. Try me. Why are you asking me about the Whispered Ones? The truth, dear. That's fair. I believe they have infiltrated the Shadow Wolves. Something of great concern to myself and many others. And why do you believe that, dear? Do you have proof? Well, a fellow Shadow Wolf, a friend of mine, is currently missing on the run because he is being framed as a mole, someone not to be trusted, and I believe it is by 
these individuals, the whispered ones. Who is this friend? Lyle Windridge. You wouldn't have heard anything, would you? Know anything? This Lyle is being hunted by members of the Whispered Ones? I believe so, yes. Is there anyone specific, or is it just a general worry? I have an, a name I came across in written down, and I've also met this person. And you do not want to tell me this name? Sedan. The Running Pickaxe. The Iron Fist District, dear. I'm familiar with it. That's where you should look next. Thank you, I appreciate that. Anyways, dear, Nezalim was not always in the Shadowfell. Neither was Vumera of the Feywild. Really? They wanted to be closer to mortals. When they came, I asked to find someone. Nezalim would not allow me. I might have a slight grudge against you and your people and your god, Akiva. I can understand your position then. Neslam gave all of his reasonings, defending mortals, protecting the passage from life unto death. Possibly part of the reason why the Darakul and the Shadarkai have fought for so long. I don't care his reasons. I could not find who I was looking for. Who were you looking for? Is there anything else you would like of me, dears? Because it is getting rather late, and as the frail old woman I am, I could really use my sleep. We have taken up enough of your time. We shall leave you to your rest, and thank you for entertaining us. Yes, thank you. It's been interesting. Indeed, dear. I would like to hear the whole story at some point, Akiva. Which story? You're not telling me everything about your banishment. No, obviously. You can go now. Thank you again, bye. We'll come visit you again some other time. Please, bring Scriv. I would like to give him the gift I have. For as close to the chest as we have to play it with you, I still enjoy our talks. Akiva, it is not your fault, but your entire people are an insult to me. If it helps, I'm not in great standing with them. If you get the chance, ask your god at some point. See if he can explain why. And the door just opens at the entrance of the house. And she just gestures towards it. Thank you. We will walk out. Yeah, I follow. Nissa. Yes? Feel free to stop by whenever you'd like. Thank you. I like that. She nods slightly. And as soon as you leave, the door softly closes behind you. It is night. Yeah. I say we head back, Nissa. If I could put in a request... Can we not go through the low hills? I have notoriously bad luck with getting robbed, as you have now seen. Yeah, don't worry. As much as I would love to go slip in and out of my old haunts, it's fine. We'll, we'll go back. We'll, we'll go a better way. Don't worry. So, Belinda and Scriv. Belinda, you know that your barber works out of the Helder Market District. Out of his home, right? Yes, it's out of his home in the Helder Market. So yeah, I'll just, as we're, we're walking, I think that went well. How are the goggles? Uh, it's pretty comfortable. Good. Hopefully they won't be necessary uh, anytime soon, and we'll be able to use them for future archaeological needs. But good to have just in case. Yeah, only for archaeological needs. As the sun is setting. Slide them on. Though everything's in shades of gray in the shadows, you see a lot more clearly. Oh man, this is useful. wonder if there's a way to, like, get them smaller. Yeah, maybe down the road. For now, I think these will stay on in case you happen to be climbing or caving or whatever the right term is. I don't really do such things, so. Oh, yeah, no, this is definitely better. And it means I don't have to use a headlamp. 
Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think, do you have barber surgeons in Veripol? Probably not. They've become more common here. No. Usually people take care of their own haircuts and then, I mean, the closest we have to a surgeon is the combat medic. Yeah, it's, you know, since a lot of the clerics have had diminished powers, it's a, you know, a way to treat, you know, the regular ills people face and, you know, keep haircut, so. That just seems like a very strange combination. I mean, it requires precision for both, right? And, uh, you know, skill with a blade. I've seen many doctors dress very poorly, so I don't trust their aesthetic. It's for minor, minor surgical operations. It's not like reattaching limbs. Oh, okay. You know, bloodletting... Lancing boils, like I mentioned before. Maybe pulling some teeth, if necessary. I don't think that's necessary here. No, please. Yeah. I think you'll like him. He's pretty skillful. Oh yeah, last I talked to him, he was talking about starting a guild. I wonder if he's made any progress on that. A barber guild? Well, for barber surgeons specifically. Make sure that it's just consistent. Yeah, especially here in Orenthal. And we'll trot along the streets. It's dark out, right? By the time you get there, it's it's night. However, you notice a lot of lanterns lit around, and it seems like there is a, a big commotion by his house. Oh. There are a lot of people, and there are several guards. I'll approach someone at the back of the crowd and say, sorry, what seems to be the disturbance here? Seems like uh, a lot of uh, refugees from Mandeville come through. They're sending some people here, some people to a couple of the other barber surgeons or anyone who's in dire condition gets sent to one of the few clerics still around. I'll say telepathically to Scriv. I probably should have thought of that. Uh, good thing we don't have Akiva with us in an undisguised form. Uh, I don't think anyone would recognize us particularly. You do hear, it's like, yeah, they're saying like a death elf led the charge to the city. I'm not sure that uh, reward's going to be in a good position to give you a haircut, but I mean, it might be nice to find a little more information about what happened, especially given what people are saying. I don't know. I think we should probably just head back. I might be able to help a little bit. Like, you'll give me a haircut? No, I bet maybe I could help with some healing. I know you felt badly about how we had to leave things. Yeah. I want I want to find out more about everyone here and if we can help them in any way. Okay, let's give it a shot. Uh, if things go sideways, I think Reward, he, he owes me some favors that he would help, you know, us make a discreet exit as much as possible, and we haven't done anything wrong. So, Scriv, you have a high enough passive perception. You do catch, uh, like, little comments going about about this death elf. Um, you do catch a comment of, they say he wore a bird's mask. Brief, both accurate, uh, some accurate, some inaccurate description of of what he was wearing. I would like to observe their accent and slowly adapt my manner of speaking to that of a Mandeville native. Okay. So you're studying, so you sound like you're from Mandeville. So they definitely have Akiva's description down. With some inaccuracies, but enough to possibly get him in trouble. I think the mask is burned. Or maybe I can start rumors? You want to plant some false information? I know that when you hear something in Veripol, it depends on what kind of shape it takes, depending on who tells the rumor. I like this idea a lot. What are you thinking? I just go and I, you know, put at least a little bit of doubt, just, well, maybe he was wearing this instead of that, or use Wolf Hunter's clothing description instead. Maybe throw some shape that way. I think that's fantastic. Tony, I don't have a disguise kit on me, but we are in a barber shop. A barber surgeon's shop, yes. So 
can I imagine that it's pretty easy to pick up bits of uh, makeup, marking? There's some simple stuff. There's some coloration uh, that you can use. Just a couple of things to change, like, the shape of my eyes, maybe, or something. Okay, so you're you're walking in, you're snagging a few things? Yeah. Roll a sleight of hand check for me. Is ten. It is incredibly crowded, but you're able to snag a couple of things. You realize, though, one of the one of the only colors you snagged was blue. Okay. I can work with this. Okay. I'm going to go look for reward. Is he hard to find in the crowd as we make our way actually into the to the shop? Go ahead and roll a perception check. It's a total of 20. It doesn't take you very long. You are able to find him. Kind of, It looks like he's sewing up like a cut on someone's arm. He is a, a male halfling. Cropped, braided, brown hair, green eyes. Uh, it's kind of silky, golden skin. And a uh, little short goatee. So you walk up and... Oh! Belinda, are you hurt? Were you involved in this? Uh, no, sorry. I actually had a friend who was looking for a haircut. I did not realize this would be going on. Is, is everything under control? Do, do you need some help? All right. You see that the human over there? He's got a big old piece of wood in his side. I need to pull it, but I've been careful about moving it too much. If you can help close the wound a little bit. Yeah, certainly. You see Belinda looks a little uncomfortable, but focused. So... You are going around and helping him with a couple people. You notice also lots of various people have uh, burn wounds. And he's putting like ointments and, and creams and stuff like that on them and various herbs to try and like more soothe the skin than actually do a ton of healing because he's not a cleric. But right. he will kind of direct you also to some of the the worst victims here. Okay. I'll spend like a couple more points, I guess. So maybe three altogether just to help people. And then I'll sort of just see what information I can gather about what people are saying. Scriv. What are you telling people? Just when I hear somebody say, oh, well, he was wearing this, I just want to respond to, really? I thought he was wearing this instead. Misinformation campaign. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a deception with advantage. I got an 18. As you're kind of moving around the crowd like, oh, really? I thought it was this. And going and starting to spread the information. Belinda, for the first half, you definitely hear descriptors of like Akiva, that there was a blast almost. The town is pretty much completely evacuated right now. Most people were pulled towards Orenthal. Some people are just missing. Staff Federation were the first to arrive, however. They were quick. They held back a lot of the initial assault. And a couple of, of comments of like, it, it seems like they were some of the ones to try and like, maybe teleport some of the few people out. So no mention of us is mainly what I'm listing for as well. You do not hear mention of your names. Or of like, hey, that weird group of adventurers that rolled into town. I wonder if they were part of this. People are like, Staff Federation was on the scene. They were handling stuff. Staff Federation. And a couple hours later, the uh, soldiers of the Vermeer Empire. I make sure to praise the quick and effective efforts of the military. As time passes, you do start catching like completely wrong information. Excellent. So it seems Scriv's attempts to sow misinformation is working. I'll say telepathically to Scriv, well done, that's a new skill we could use more often. Reward will tell you that he can get someone, one of his, his people to give him a haircut, as since you're helping out, that does free up some, some space, if you want it. Then yeah. What haircut would you like? Give me the Orenthal special? One side or both sides? Both. Your hair is cut above your shoulders, shaved on both sides, not completely down to nothing, but a little bit, and then the top part is um, put some product in it and helps like pull it so it still flows back, but it's still wavy. 
By the time you're done, it's kind of not quite slicked back because your hair is curly, but it's more wavy uh, in in its look. Thank you. Give you a big pat, just take a look at their handiwork, and then move on, because they are still busy. So I'll walk over and say, I think uh, I've done all we can. Maybe we should head out and, you know, not be underfoot anymore. No, I appreciate the help, Belinda. Yeah. And please stop again, maybe when we're not so busy. Glad to see you're all right, and your friend here, too. And you hear, like, his name being called from the second. I'm coming! Best of luck. Thank you. I think we'll head out. Where are you going? I think we have to go see Belinda's mom. It's gonna be too late if we don't go, like, now. Because it is night now. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna be in trouble if I don't go today. So, you are heading towards the regent seat? Uh, yes, that's the plan. So you arrive, one of the guards sees you and just asks, uh, how can I help you? Sorry, I had a summons from Rose Walsingham. Name? Belinda Walsingham. She was expecting you. Please. And the door opens, allow you entrance into the regent seat. You're uh, escorted to the same building that uh, you had dinner with with her before. Um, Not to the same room, though. Uh, As you are traveling through this wing of the Adamantine Palace, you do arrive at uh, her office with various uh, military equipment uh, splayed on the walls. You see some maps and some various documentation kind of scattered about, but she's not alone in her office. As you kind of walk in, she seems to be getting reports of the refugees that come in, uh, any new reports from Mandeville, and as you are escorted up, she looks over and just says, leave us. The other officers get up and walk out, and she she is currently standing over her desk. You see what look like maps of the town of Mandeville, as well as uh, some of the General Empire, and there's a bunch of like letters across her desk, and uh, what look like just notes and, and reports. I hear the military's response to the crisis is being praised. It is. Close the door. I close it. Sit. I sit. Yeah, I'm not messed around. When did you arrive back in Orenthal? Late last night. 24 hours. Give or take. What happened? I assume you got reports from the Staff Federation already. Yes, I got reports from the Staff Federation. They arrived on the scene, they handled things, we arrived, and we did what we could to get the people out. What happened? We were working with Darwin. To get an artifact he needed. She kind of like rubs her eyes a little bit. She looks like she hasn't slept. Did you acquire what you needed to for Darwin? We were successful, but we didn't have the proper information going in to know what to expect or how to respond. We made the best of it. I'm saddened by what happened. The entire town is gone. That's what I expected. We did get to see some survivors, so there's some solace there. They made a point of torching it as we were running off, so... I'm getting reports in every hour on whatever... I can get to find out countermeasures, uh, find out where they went. They've disappeared. What do you know about this? We know that they are cultists serving Tenebris. All right. And Darwin is looking into dealing with this? Directly. I assumed you'd been read in. Bits and pieces. Darwin likes to show off some power every so often, as he is not a direct tie to the military. But yes, I, I know somewhat that he is attempting to stop a demon lord. Yes, if there's no demon lord, there's no power to cultists who worship a demon lord. They just become terrible citizens. All right, what do you know about this cult? They're pretty upfront about their their whole belief system. Wouldn't you say, Scriv? Yeah, uncomfortably so. By the way, every time whoever is talking, like, sharp turn to look at you. Like, she is attempting to make eye contact every time. Like, And if you look away, she's staring at where your eyes are, just not on her. Yes, they're very forward about it. And they are true believers to a man 
they are looking to convert people to undead in order to better worship their, their demon lord. It is irrational and cannot be countered with any sort of logic. So their numbers have grown because of this attack. Some of their numbers have been diminished. It's unclear. They had filled the entire lake with undead, as far as we know. The problem is the fact that they were able to establish such a base. It was mature? Look over to Belinda. I don't know how something like that grows, but it seemed like they were pretty settled. They had a library. They had a hierarchy. They have a leader. So they're organized. Who's this leader? Who do I need to go after? We know he's a deathlock called the Mastermind. Not very descriptive. But we know something else. The artifact that we acquired, it had originally been associated with a servant of Archon named Mavic Thule. Mavic Thule. Okay, I have a name. Do you know where this Mavic Thule is? Do you have any information that could help me track him down, send people out? We know he was in Orenthal. I will have people look into that. During the festival. That was days ago. All right, well, I'll see what I can find. Do you know where he was, specifically? Uh, before he was in Orenthal, he was on the other side of the continent, which means that somebody paid for his ride. All right. He fought our associate Valen during the 1v1 at the Feast of Astalda. Seemed to be a very pointed revelation of who he was. That one seems to go running towards trouble. Okay, he was in the 1v1 competition. I can look at that. His name would be down. Yeah, he had to be registered. Do you see her, like, make a quick note? I know this isn't what you wanted to have happen. We were under the impression that this was not going to be as difficult a challenge. We did not know it was going to be an established cult. We thought it was maybe a small group that we would infiltrate. Unfortunately, things did not go according to plan. We learned they were planning to sacrifice innocent people on the very night that we infiltrated them so that they could become undead. That is their standard operating procedure as far as we know, is to build a base, build up followers, and then find people to sacrifice so that their ranks can grow. They also had a demon. Do you have a type? Moretzi. I'll look into that and I'll ask Darwin what he knows about Moretzi demons. He might be more of our specialist in terms of extra planar things. I don't think he was looking to hoard this information in order to consolidate his own power. In fact, I think he's prepared to die on this mission. No, he shared what he had with the Warmaster. Speaking of which, she should be meeting with me at some point soon. I think he was more worried about containing the information. Understandable. I'm sure you want to speak sooner, but I know we have a limited time frame and we have other things we've been trying to do and information we've been trying to gather to prepare ourselves. More important than this. More important than this. It's all part and parcel of the same thing. You know my number one priority. She eases up a little bit. Like, she's been, like, leaning on her desk a little the whole time and she kind of, like, stands up straighter. We're going. With Darvin. You are? Yes. You are not an army. Nope. We are not. You are not skilled combatants. Your father, and she turns towards you, Scrib, may have taught you how to fight, but to fight something of this magnitude is not within your capabilities. What do you intend to do to help here? With all due respect, we're not planning on fighting. Probably a smart choice. Thank you. My father trained me well. We're going after his library. Tenebrises. Much better use of your skills. Very well. What is your hope to gain here? Knowledge. Information. On? whatever could possibly be within the base of the person who's running all these cults, assuming that whatever happens with Darwin and everyone else doesn't work out, we'll have information, we'll have plans of attack, we'll have something. There's value in it. Yes, my question is, what are you specifically looking for? Information on extraplanar threats, like these. Beyond him. We know the deities are not in the state we expect them to be. Maybe we can get some answers about that, but we have found already, just in our travels, that the lack of power coming from them is enabling power to grow in other places. 
tried to explain to the War Master several times. Is the Staff Federation not providing assistance in any of this? The Staff Federation is an extra-governmental body that does what they can to help out, but I do not know their motives, for they are not part of the Vremerick Empire. We help and we aid when we can. So Xiara's is a more reliable defense against the Arcane for us, as they supply the Vremer Empire. However, the Staff Federation has been helpful, but they are not under the Vremer Empire. They do what they believe they need to in order to help this plane. So they give assurances that they'll help, but no promises. They seem to do what they can, but I can't give them orders on a battlefield. I can give them requests and see if they follow them, but in comes of a large-scale assault or any sort of large defense, I must work with their organizational structure. Can I assess Madame Walsingham? Yeah, roll an insight check. So, uh, with a 20? Yes. She is tired, but it seems like she's running on pure adrenaline. So there's a sense that, like, yes, she is tired, but is just utterly ignoring it for the sake of getting this job done. 100% just done. I have a suggestion I might want to make to her, but it would entail something for you as well. Ask. Okay. What if we represent you? I'm credentialed. Scriv could be. We could report to you. You would report directly to me on the goings-on of the various jobs that you have to do in order to protect this empire, whether under Darwin or a job for the Staff Federation. Or wherever you designate us to report to. It's not like it's the first time we've done a job for the government. Nope, but it would be official now. We would have obligations and something we're held to, so it's not insignificant, but I think it gets you what you want. We're collaborating well with the Staff Federation already. We'd become an asset. I want to report on everything that went on during this job you had in Mandeville. I want it on my desk tomorrow. This will give me enough push with the Warmaster that I can get forces we need for an appropriate defense of the city in case of an attack from undead that can disguise themselves again. We can get such a report done. You know, Scrive is very skilled in documentation and can provide an accurate recollection of what we've experienced. Write down as well whatever you know about these deathlocks and this mastermind. I find it hard to believe that the Staff Federation and our forces could have lost a lake full of undead, but it seems like that is the case. So while she's giving marching orders, I want to see if I can just consolidate, highlight, and like give a basic outline of what she's dealing with. While Scriv is doing that, I'm going to clarify, and you'll get Scriv his papers? I'll have them for you by tomorrow morning. All right, we'll pick them up when we drop off the report. Very well. As a forward, though, and I'm going to slide... Uh, series of notes over. This is just a basic outline of Tenebris and customs. It's the brief that we were using before we engaged with the cult. She takes a look at the notes and notices there. Since you've had them in your pack, they're they're nice, but still would be slightly crumpled or rolled. Reaches and opens up a desk drawer. Pulls out a uh, thin brown leather bag. Tosses it to you, Scriff. Catch it. I look in the bag. It's empty. And she just goes, books, documents will fit in there. More than it looks like. Thank you. Uh, and I start moving books and paperwork in there. And as you put it in, it seems to not really fill up the space. Oh. It's called Bag of the Bookworm. Only books and papers can be fit in it in a separate dimension and up to uh, 10 large books total. And is it organized or? If you reach in and think about what you want to pull out, that's what you pull out. She gave it to me because she wants the papers to be well-preserved, so I don't need to get, like, scroll cases and the like. 
Nope. When you go to pull it out, it looks just as pristine as when you put it in. Thank you very much, General. You are reporting to me. I need my people to be well equipped. Do you need one as well, Belinda? Uh, I'm sure there's no harm. She will reach into the same drawer and pull out another identical looking bag and toss it to you. Not a tune, but only books and papers can fit in here. Okay. I understand you were impatient and your reasoning is sound, but I hope what we are providing is more than adequate. Continue to give me the information on what you are doing, the various jobs that aren't directly under my jurisdiction, and we have an agreement. It's good of you to work with the Empire again directly, Belinda. You know I never really stopped. You have the papers to match better now. And I make a mental note of that. I think we head out on that note. As you guys are leaving, you do see a contingent of guards with a uh, well-dressed, well-armored female human. Belinda, you recognize her as the Warmaster passing you in the hall. What's her name? Warmaster Jennifer Gareth. She's about 5'9", braided hair, shaved on one side, somewhat thin. Okay. So we are going to jump over to them. You're not going through the low hills, though. This no. Time. So you're going through the main street. So it does take you a little while longer. Um, it is night. By the time you arrive back in the uh, Gopella Gardens district, Akiva, as you are passing near a few of the temples, you see a lot of robed figures around the temple to Vumera. That's where it all went down, isn't it? Yep. Okay. I will kind of nudge Nissa a little bit. That's what happened. Let's move. Let's get out of here. There is a call out. He's like, hold a moment. One of the rogue figures comes forward. It is a member of the Staff Federation. You two are out late tonight. Is everything all right? Have you noticed anything strange out? Uh, I mean, we just came from the Biagosto house, so... I mean, strange is relevant. My friend here is new to the city. I was taking him on a tour of the city. Showing him all the highlights. I like spooky things. <laughs> Nissa, I need a deception check. 17. When'd you arrive? Yesterday. Yesterday. What's your business here? I have a farm north of Orenthal. We mostly grow wheat and corn, and I was interested in branching out, so I wanted to venture to the city to get some fruit seeds, watermelon, just kind of try and see if I can grow a couple other things. You know, times are tough, trying to branch out. I know Orenthal well, so I'm assisting him. Roll deception, with advantage. Total of 22. Both of you be careful. I would get indoors quickly. Thank you very much. Thank you, we, we will, straight away. We will go on our way. Watch you go for a little bit. Belinda Scriv, as you are returning back to the apartment, you also notice several robed figures walking around and near the area of the Temple to Vumera. Telepathically to Scriv, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Wide berth or find out more information? We can get closer. We'll sort of sh- stroll up, I think, casually, like, uh, like a couple of looky-loos. Okay, as you're getting closer, you notice one of them will turn. Well... You two are out late. Is everything all right? Yeah, sorry. We were just walking around the city and saw there's a crowd. Did some sort of disturbance happen here? There is an investigation going on. We are searching a case of a potential issues. So far, nothing to be alarmed about. Oh my goodness, that sounds so frightening. What sort of issues? Was there a murder or something? And I'm looking like I'm like hoping to see something. Roll persuasion. It's a 10. Nothing to concern yourselves with. Please move along. Get indoors. It's not safe right now. Thank you. Yeah, actually, Tony, can I do something with one of my abilities? Go for it. I'm going to use a bonus action to spend five points for Perceive the Unseen. Let's me see auras of invisible or hidden creatures. And I'll concentrate on that for a minute. So you do notice 
as you are traveling along through and around, one of the road figures seems to be like concentrating and you see an aura of something that's invisible, that's moving and seems to be moving around and away from him. Can I make any sort of inference about what this might be? Make an arcana check. It's a 25. It's difficult to ascertain the exact spell, but basically he seems to be using a sensor. The sensor itself is invisible, but he seems to be trying to look through it so that he might be able to see something. Okay, I get the impression that they're probably like checking out the crowds and the people around and beyond the perimeter of the... As you kind of look around, you do notice a couple of other auras much farther away from where the Staff Federation members are, but tying it in with a few of the people that seem to be concentrating on a spell, yet there is no spell present, it seems like they're trying to scout in more areas while not appearing like they are. I'm going to say telepathically to Scriv, they're using spells uh, and perhaps some invisibility and projection and sensor abilities to investigate beyond this spot. I want to keep that in mind going forward. Makes sense that the people who were involved with the situation might want to return to the scene where the thing happened. Fortunately, Akiva wouldn't do that, so we should be in the clear. Yeah. We will return with the information we have acquired. You guys arrive only shortly after Akiva and Nissa arrive. You mean Nissa and... I'm done. Can I see through this disguise? Can I... So, when you guys walk up to Belinda's apartment, there is Nissa and a human man with blonde beard and... Belinda, you don't mind me bringing company back to him. <laughs> Nissa, have you been making a new friend? Do I recognize the body language? Roll perception. Twelve. Looking at him, this is just some random human. Hello, my name is uh, Amdon. Roll deception. Nineteen. Scriv's passive insight is an eight. <gasps> <gasps> Sorry, are you a replacement for someone we used to call a friend? No. I own an, a farm north of Orenthal. I'm a friend of Nissa's and just kind of came to the city because I am trying out a new crop system. Oh, you've been farming long. Yeah. What do you farm? Corn and wheat. Is it the right season for planting? That is what I'm trying to figure out because on the off season for corn and wheat, I want to try and branch out. What are you thinking? Fruits. You're going to plant fruits in your fields? I mean, yeah. So what can you do in the field besides being a farmer? Do you do other things in the field beside being a... That question was very confusing. <laughs> Not now, buddy. <laughs> I'm trying to fool my friends. Okay. Yeah, I know. This is Akiva. All right. Akiva. Hi, guys. Look is good. Actually, it's a little work. From out of his beard seems to just appear a pseudo dragon head. <laughs> oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> he hasn't been in there the whole time. I'm a, I'm a wave at the beard. Does my hand just pass through it? Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah, no, this, uh, let, let me see if there's something in the disguise kit I can work with. Are you dissing my work? Excuse you. I'm saying that if anybody was really enraptured by Akiva, they'd try to touch his face and find out that his face didn't fit. What sort of enraptured individual is he cavorting with <laughs> in this scenario? I'm trying to make sure he doesn't enrapture people. Low-key, we're going low-key. <laughs> that beard is not low-key in any way, shape, or form. It also doesn't help that there's a pseudo-dragon poking out of it. There's that, too. Okay. You guys made it back? Yeah. How did your, uh, turning in all of the blueprints and everything go? Well, you can look at Scrib's face. That is true. I thought something was new. Maybe. And a haircut. So yeah, it seems like a lot happened. I don't need to talk in this voice anymore. (laughs) So I see a lot seems to have happened. Yeah. We turned in the blueprints. 
got the information we were looking for, I think you would understand if we don't share it with you right now. Yeah. What else is new? Well, usually we do share. Well, I mean, not when it comes to business of this particular variety, because, I mean, we all know I can't keep a secret. Yes, that's why. Nissa, how'd you guys do with getting leads on finding Lyle? I've, I've been given somewhere I can go check out um, in the Iron Fist district, so it's something. Did you find that friend of yours you were looking for? Not not today. What'd you guys do for all these hours, then? We got Scream a haircut. Hey, Akiva, they are friends. You want to tell them? <laughs> I stopped messing around with the disguise kit. We bonded through a shared a shattering of personal beliefs. You didn't go back to the Temple to Nezlem, did you? No, not the Temple of Nezlem. We did, I, I should mention, we did pass by the Temple of Umera, and we got stopped for a second. Just uh, they, were, they were wondering because we were out late. Everything seemed fine. Ah, we might have been similarly stopped and done a little bit of recon. They're very thorough in their investigation. Something to keep an eye out for, then. Kind of should probably steer clear of the area. You need to stay in disguise. We ran into some refugees from Mandeville. I mean, how many people made it out? Not many, but we were able to help some. And uh, Scriv had a good idea to try to throw people off your trail, Akiva. They had a pretty good description. Thanks, Scriv. You can't use your mask anymore. Yeah. Duly noted. On the upside, Nissa, no talk of the rest of us. So, no one in Mandeville remembers or has noted our presence or has connected us with what happened in any way, shape, or form. So we're in the clear. We just have to keep an eye on Akiva. May not be the worst idea to not stick around as, if, if, unless absolutely necessary. In Orenthal? In Orenthal. Well, we have a, an appointment with Destiny in ten yes, days. Yes, that's why I said unless absolutely necessary. What, you want to leave town? I mean, eventually. What are you guys not telling us? Why did she automatically jump to what are we not telling her? I'm starting to get really hurt with this thing. I was going off the basis that now I'm a wanted criminal. May I assess Akiva? Uh, Akiva, roll deception. Scriv, roll insight. 20. 17. He's avoiding something. So we did a thing. We talked to Bai. Things happened. We might have promised her that we would uh, have a little meet and greet with you and her again. Uh, she just wants to give you something from as what she has told us. She did say we are allowed to tag along. You met with Bai Agosto. Yes. Here in Orenthal. Yes. And she wants to give something to us? Scriv. But we're allowed to tag along. What does she want to give him? No idea. A gift? A gift. That's what she said. I don't like this. Wait, how did this happen? It was my idea. I took him. I knew where, kind of roughly where she lived. She just has a summer home in Orenthal. It was evidently based off of an old tale. Was she expecting you? Yeah. I have many concerns. Walk us through. What happened? I mean, I definitely didn't know exactly we were going to go and going to talk to her. But when we got there, she knew we were coming. It's my fault. I took a key wrong. It's on me. Um... I wanted to go talk to her because my contacts are all the shadow wolves and I can't trust them anymore. I don't really know who to turn to, where to go, where to start. She knows a lot. I figured it might be worth going and seeing what she knows. I mean, I don't think that's a bad idea. We've <laughs> we've consorted with some shady people before in pursuit of our goals. I'm just surprised that she was there and waiting and interested in you? Not you specifically, as I just mean, why does she care about any of us at all? She surely has bigger fish to fry. Seems she's taking a break at the moment from some of her bigger things. She referred to having accomplished quite a lot recently and was here taking a break. But I don't think I believe that for a minute. I don't know why she's here exactly, though. 
You can't get information of her without giving something in return. I can understand that. So you put me as the in return. But we're going to accompany you. You'll be fine. And if it helps, it was her request. Did you make a deal or did you consider a deal? Kind of a deal, kind of not a deal. I I said I would come and speak with you. And if you would go along and see her, she would then give me information I needed. What information? On the Whispered Ones. Wow, Scrib, you must be incredibly valuable. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I don't think it's good. No. Okay. So, no deal was made. This is just an offer. I don't see anything wrong with entertaining an offer. It's something. She did it for a good reason. Intentions matter. Intentions matter. The immediate cost isn't much. We do need to get something straight, though, and I look over to Kiva. If you're coming along, we need assurances. Of? You and Umbra. Regarding? Umbra can take your memories. Umbra can take things in the physical. Umbra has manifested, and you have been unable to stop him thus far. Umbra has attacked me personally and emotionally. I need some sort of assurances, either from you or from him, that that this is not going to be an issue. That I don't need to constantly watch my back with you here. As far as I know, him harming you emotionally and personally is was mostly based off of my call, uh, which that's not going to happen again. Uh, I didn't even know if it could happen the first time, but... You're saying you won't give him control again? No, 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 no. That was a mistake. Can you stop him if he tried to take it? I can offer you that for all my intentions, I never want to hurt you. And if it ever came to it, I would sooner end myself before it did. Akiva, I think we need to have a talk about what I'll call the needs of the many. Okay. You've made this mistake twice. Once you told us about before, it's what got you banished. And once with Scriv. Both time, your intentions were to help people. I know you have a good heart and you want people to be taken care of. Right now, even if it would help us to have Umbra intervene like that again, you need to think about it what it means for all the other people here in the world and put that above us as individuals, no matter how much you care about us. No, that's what I'm saying. If it ever came to the world or me keeping any semblance of power or my life, I would choose the world. Before... Orle, I would have believed you in just taking you at your word. As things are right now, I need a physical sign of reassurance. So what I suggest is this. We are going to go and talk with Bai. You are going to sit and talk with Umbra. And when we come back, either the, pe- either the amulet or my friend are back here, alive, if, ap- if applicable, and unharmed. Intact would probably be the right word. I will give him my all. That's all I can guarantee. And I'm going to pack up my stuff, and I'm going to wait by the door. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at RulesIsWritten. Or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Until next time.